Oh. What? Clyde. What about Clyde? Clyde was the orangutan's name in every which way but loose. I think you're, you're thinking of Bonnie and Clyde. I, I am. Was the orangutan of portrayed by Warren Beatty? <laughs> no, I think it was Roddy McDowell. That's <laughs> <laughs> a shame we're not using this. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, a shadowy cabal of rootless cosmopolitan financiers who manipulate the course of world events through a combination of corruption, subterfuge, and disinformation. My name, and John, let me make this clear, because I know that a, a tagline that has some anti-Semitic overtones, this particular cabal of financiers, they're all Methodists. So it's you cool. heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing anti-Semitic about that. Bunch of Methodists running the world in secret. Uh, my name is Christopher Chris, Winter. Methodist, is that is that like what Marlon Brando was? <laughs> and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. Uh, John, today is Friday, the 13th. Of October, spooky day, mm, Friday the thirteenth, nineteen seventy-eight. Ooh, I wonder what spooky material Jim Davis has in store for us today. Uh, it's unfortunate that you wonder that because I was about to ask you. I mean, it seems like you should know. I was going to ask you what happens. Oh, in right, I do a pod, I do a daily Garfield podcast. Like, we've been doing I this forgot, for a hundred and seventeen episodes. Slipped my mind, brother. All right. Well, in today's episode of Garfield, hey. Is that a changing table in the background of panel one? It really looks like it is. I'm glad you started with that. <laughs> panel one. I only I the, only got as far as panel one. That's that's why I wonder what happens. In this we track. see the counter in the foreground. John Arbuckle entering from house left uh, mm. uh, with a bag of groceries held in his arms and saying, Garfield, I'm back from the store. Let's come back to the fact that he's telling his cat that. But in the background there, <laughs> that really looks like a changing table, right? That's not yeah. just me. Yeah, I had this in my notes too. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, it looks like there's two counters, and that's really weird. Mm. Traditionally, the Arbuckle household has one counter. It changes color from time to time, panel to panel, really. Uh, but uh, we never see two at once, so this is, this is a real milestone in Garfield. And it looks, I mean, the way it's, uh, the shape, the way that, you know, it has that upper, um, you know, the, the flat part seems kind mm -hmm. of separated from the rest. It really looks like a changing table to me, as if there's an infant in the Arbuckle household. You don't feel that way? Well, we both know there's two infants in the Arbuckle household, but <laughs> oh, moving on from that. Um, I believe this is John Arbuckle's kitchen, based mm -hmm. on background clues. Or context clues. You, the fact that he's bringing groceries there? Yeah, it'd be really weird if this was the bedroom, right? It would. It would. You, 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 make, a, okay. you make a strong case for this Stip being the kitchen. Stipulated that it would be really weird if this were the bedroom. Excellent. Yep. Uh, and number two, um, that, was, that was A, and this is two. Uh, the thing in the background has got 
I mean, it's a cabinet, right? You can see cabinet doors uh, in front of it. I mean, look, a, a changing table will sometimes have... John, you don't know this because, unlike me, you haven't experienced the uh, joy of parenthood. A changing mm, table movie. will... Steve Martin, Rick Moranis, Diane Weist. Are you thinking of Tom Honey, Hulse? I Shrunk the Kids? Tom Hulse, come on! His Tom kid Hulse? is named Cool. Tom Holst? Holst? Uh, I, got, I, I, know, I don't know how to, to say his name. Mozart um, from Amadeus. I, th I think you may be thinking of Gustav Holst. John, <laughs> a changing table will sometimes have cabinet-like doors on it, and you put, like, uh, you know, your pack of diapers and towels and wipes and stuff in there. Doesn't that make it a cabinet in addition to a changing table? I guess. I mean, I think... Yeah, I guess a changing table is basically just a cabinet for use in shit and urine-related activities. I mean, when you get at the essence of what a, a, a changing table is, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, purely that which is uh, necessary and sufficient for something to be a changing table, I don't think that precludes the possibility of it also being a cabinet. You, you're saying that... Uh... A changing table is a kind of cabinet. Not necessarily. No, I'm saying there can be some overlap, but not, you know. Okay, like okay, a changing okay. okay, so maybe it's a, the... A changing table the may or may way, not be a kind of cabinet. The proper way to say it would be, would be that a changing table may contain a cabinet. Or vice versa. That sounds versa. weird. That sounds weird. That sounds like you have a cabinet with a changing table inside of it. Look, you know what? Maybe that thing is just a credenza. Look, maybe we, maybe we should come back to this. <laughs> so, the fact that John Arbuckle comes back from the store and calls out to his cat, Garfield, I'm back from the store. I, I guess maybe we're just past this point, but it's weird that he addresses his cat like that, right? Well, he's a lonely, lonely man. I mean, uh... That's true, boy. You know? um, and then that Talks continues... Continues in panel two, uh, continues directly, John Arbuckle saying, we're having a cookout tonight. I got steak and corn and dot, dot, dot. See, this is where it gets really confusing to me. Mm -hmm. Go because on. Because John is informing his cat that the two of them together are having, quote, having a cookout. Mm -hmm. So that implies that they're, that Garfield is going to eat the, you know, the same food that John is. Yeah, I mean, Which I guess weird. there's... I think there's a couple ways to read that statement, and both of them are weird. Like, the one is, as you've said, he's telling Garfield that he and Garfield will be eating steak and corn. The other, like, I mean, we could be read as you and me, but it could also be read as, like, me and some other guy and not you. Like, it could me, be an me exclusive and, week. Me and Liz? Yeah, or me and me and Lyman. The exclusive we, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. So it could be, he could <laughs> oh, be yeah, saying I like... Forgot, I forgot Lyman was... Uh, <laughs> and I guess we haven't seen Lyman for a while, have we? It's been a while. It's, uh, let's just consulting the spreadsheet there. Ten days. Ten days? Since yeah. the last appearance of Lyman. But I mean, I think... Hashtag, a where's Lyman? Strong indication that Lyman is still present in the Arbuckle house. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, although given the fact that we haven't... Like we haven't seen Lyman in quite a while. It seems odd that you that John would use the the exclusive we in that context. Yeah. It seems like 
seems like the way to say it. You know, we don't know what happened in panel zero, but mm-hmm. presuming, I mean, like, you know, Ceteris Paribus, I mean, it seems like... Well, John, I mean, seems like he would say Lyman and I are having a cookout. I mean, that's a little weird, too, that, you know, just because we we haven't seen Lyman, like we have a narrow window into the Arbuckle household. We get three tightly restricted panels daily, uh, seven or eight on Sundays. Lyman could be lurking off screen like uh, just about every any panel. <laughs> in fact, I bet if you went back and imagined in each strip Lyman just like just standing off to the side, just out of the shot, I bet the, it would be a better comic strip. The eternal wallflower. <laughs> just like and he's always about to say something, but he can just mm. never quite get a word in. Oh man, okay, so how about Or this? he's like passed out in the corner? What if the entirety of Garfield were being related, let's say, a thousand years in the future from mm-hmm. Lyman's perspective. And this is a story that he's telling, it, you know, his children or something. So it's like How I Met Your Mother, but it's a science fiction version that happens a thousand years in the future. Has Lyman, in this, in this story, has Lyman been, like, in suspended animation for ten centuries? Wait, wasn't that How how I Met Your, met your Mother ended? It, it like... It, it's fast forwarded to the present and it turned out that they were living in like a futuristic dystopia On a generation starship yeah <laughs> is that uh i never I watched like, that show so i don't no, know i've never seen a second of it but i i feel like that's i heard that that was how it ended maybe that was satire that i read anyway you um, might be thinking of the series life on mars it's hard mm, to know no i was thinking of or cosmos. oh or the or the berenstein bears series the original cosmos I think, I think the final book Cosmos in the Berenstein, the final book in the Berenstein Bears series, you find out that the whole thing was just a virtual reality illusion on a generation starship. <laughs> after, but, you know, but how did they spell it, after bears how did they spell the Berenstein? Earth? That's the important question. Mm. Oh well, you find they're all illiterate. So it's, they spell it differently. The computer every time. keeps the, the computer keeps them docile and stupid, so that they don't mess with it. Look, you don't want bears steering your. You don't want bears operating okay, your think, starship, John. Now I think we're talking about Wally. John, it's well Wally? known. John, it's well known that bears cannot even use cutlery. That has been established on this plat on this podcast. You certainly don't ha- want them piloting it? your starship. No, that's true. I I do make that mistake frequently. Should we move on? Should we move on with this Garfield comic? <laughs> okay, panel three. Garfield inside the grocery bag, tail sticking out. Yeah. Uh, the, the left, ba- left bag side a wiggle. Uh huh. Bag a wiggle, and John turning to bag and saying sardonically, "And you just ate the briquettes." Mmm. Not. What do you? No, not it's not. Thing. It's not a thing. What do you make of this strip, John? This strip made me look up the word briquette. Because <laughs> I was pretty sure... I was pretty sure that I knew what that was. But because of the context, it made me think, like, oh, wait, is there a different kind of briquette? Or... Yeah, bri- briquette, you know, John, like, is an is old... Is that a type it's of an old... steak or something? 
It's an old-fashioned and somewhat condescending way of referring to a female brick. Mm. Or maybe bricklayer. Br Briquette Bardot. <laughs> I'd say we're done. If anybody wants to draw a fan fiction of Briquette Bardot. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, it's, it's a free country. Why would you do no, that? no one's going to anyway. stop you. We can't, um, look, we but, can't stop. And, and, we're not going to come to your home and prevent you from drawing a picture of Briquette Bardot. Uh, Just don't expect Winter, us to approve of it. I am not willing to make that promise. <laughs> um, but here's what I'm getting at. So a briquette, a briquette is like a charcoal log, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Well, right? is it a log? Starting... I think it's just those little cube shapes. You know, those pillow. They're they're like cute uh, square pillows. They're pillows, yeah. They're square yeah. pillows. They're, they're like throw pillows. Yeah, but very small, much smaller than a, a traditional throw pillow. Oh, not those like Duraflame things. I don't even know what that is. Look, I Podcast haven't actually by, okay. had a cookout in a long time. I haven't. I guess so. The point is, uh, it's it's like it's made of charcoal, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Thing. It's a it's a kind of charcoal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so that doesn't seem like a thing Garfield yeah, would eat. Yeah, it doesn't eat. really make sense, especially since I mean, like we assume the bag is full of, you know, actual food as well. Mm, yeah, there's steak in one of those bags. I mean, there are two bags there. Yeah. Here's another. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Look. Okay. I haven't been on a cookout in a while but we used to do cookouts sometimes when i was a kid and you'd get a big bag of charcoal briquettes it'd yeah. be a big ass bag like those kingston charcoal briquettes like that mm. the bag of briquettes is larger than a traditional shopping bag and the last thing they're mm -hmm. going to do is put the bag of briquettes inside its own bag they just huh it's yeah. so it's weird like what did, like, did yeah, John like buy a bag of ice? Did he? Yeah. Did he purchase just like five briquettes? <laughs> Does he go to like an artisanal briquette producer and he just gets them, you know, one by one, locally sourced? They're they're like under the glass, yeah. like bonbons, and he picks them out. Oh man! <laughs> you would not put briquettes in a in a standard shopping bag. Yeah. Which, okay. So you think that Garfield uh, didn't know the briquettes were in the bag? You think Garfield is after the food? And he just kind of jumped in, you know, he, he, he leapt before he looked and just started eating whatever it was. I mean, I... And John's comment is like, joke's on you. What you're eating is not food. It's charcoal. I guess... And you're going to be dead soon, probably. I guess what I'm saying is that Jim Davis really didn't think this through. Because there's no way briquettes would be in a bag like that. I guess an in-fiction yeah. in explanation would be along the lines you, you described. Yeah. In, in, in fiction right, explanation. In explanation yeah i mean yeah why would there be well, briquettes in that bag it's almost like a decoy like he knew garfield was mm. just gonna jump into it that's why he's got two shopping bags one has food and one appears to be food but it's actually just charcoal right right there's the food bag and there's the decoy bag. yeah and it looks like his plot worked exceedingly well I don't yeah. fucking understand I mean, that. He's gonna had a fifty-fifty chance. He's gonna feed the steak to his cat anyway. Just give him the steak. You don't need to cook that steak. You just just cut it up into little little pieces so the kitty doesn't choke on it. If you're gonna feed steak yeah, to your probably, cat, give fine. it to him raw. Yeah. Hmm. So, so this is not a very good comic strip. No, no. I, I guess we're agreed on that. Okay. 
All right. You've been listening to <laughs> Being Jim Davis, the podcast dedicated to the family circus of comic strips. That did not make sense. You can support the program by leaving, unlike all of our other taglines, you can support the program by yeah, leaving us a five-star review on sense, iTunes. Chris. Uh, visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave us a comment. You can send us an email at info at beingjimdavis.com. Tweet us at beingjimdavis. Visit our Cafe Press shop, cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. You can follow me. I'm at Dr. Underscore Garfield. And I'm at Inscrutable Taco. And John, I've, I've just received word, just like an hour or two ago, that Elliot Lustig is back on Twitter, though he's he's going to have a oh excellent. He's going to he's not using the uh, his previous handle because I guess people he was getting death threats. So we don't know what his new handle will be. It's completely anonymous, but he is my guitar so just we should, fell over. We I should keep searching Twitter. For every possible letter combination until I find the one that Yeah, and you'll have no way of identifying him when you okay. find it. He's going to be like the Scarlet Pimpernel of Twitter. You know? <laughs> That's every, something that the, the world has been crying every out Every new voice on Twitter that you follow, you're going to be like, is it him? Could it be him? And that makes the whole thing kind of fun. I mean, it sucks that the guy got death threats and all that. But it makes everything, it, whatever. Pete. So I should just follow everybody on Twitter. I think so. I wonder so, if yeah. there's a, a short way to do that. Like, is there just a follow all button? <laughs> there should be. You would, you would get. You, that, your timeline would be read any tweets because they'd be they'd go by so fast. I mean, sounds like an improvement. Am I right? Hey, fuck you, yes. Twitter. What a fucking set. Yeah. Uh, have we ended yeah. the show? Yes. I'm at Doctor Underscore Garfield. Uh,